I love what I do. I I want to make sure that other people love the, what they do. And that's why I make sure they have great systems so that they can do what they love in their business. So my thing was we are empowering each other. We are not competition. We don't have to second guess ourselves or other people around us that really only want the best for us in our business. So that was a huge thing of from being an employee in that sort of environment to being a business owner. I was like, we're not continuing this cycle. We're going to help each other out. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. You're listening to the Online Creator Podcast, episode 31. Today, I am speaking with Kathleen Ribeiro. Her business, KM Service, was founded to empower women to reach their full potential and thrive in their businesses. Her unique approach is centered around creating custom fit systems and processes that reflect each business owner's unique needs and goals. Kathleen helps women streamline their operations, increase efficiency, and achieve the desired growth and success that they are looking for. She believes that every woman in business deserves the chance to succeed, whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level. With Kathleen's guidance and support, you can create the right systems for your business and thrive in your entrepreneurial journey. Today's episode, we dive into the systems that she helps her clients with, the relevance and importance of what a project management system is, and her unique journey into the online space and finding her own voice. Welcome, Kathleen, to the show. Hi, Kathleen. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. I'm so excited to talk all things CRM. And you know what? Even getting into a little bit of like what that even means as a business owner, because I think it's such a powerful tool that we all should have, but some people don't even know what CRM stands for. But anyways, before we get into all that good stuff, I love opening up the conversation with how have you leveraged your voice to better your business and brand and take us on a little bit of a journey because maybe it's looked a little different from where you started to where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So my background, I spent 10 years managing an auto body shop. So I was very like in the office talking to like clients. I was I was front of the house and back of the house and then in a very male dominant world where everything I said was always second guessed. Even though I was there for 10 years, I managed it. It was a six figure business. It was always like, are you sure sort of thing. So when I started my business, I was like, no, we're not doing that. Right. I'm, I want to work with women. I want to make sure they feel empowered in their business. I want to feel empowered in my business and I don't want to second guess 
a professional, right? If whether I'm working with them as a client or I'm having them help me in my business. And then I don't want to be second guessed too. It's like, I, I love what I do. I, I want to make sure that other people love what they're, what they do. And that's why I make sure they have great systems so that they can do what they love in their business. So my thing was, we are empowering each other. We are not competition. We don't have to second guess ourselves or other people around us that really only want the best for us in our business. So that was a huge thing of from being an employee in that sort of environment to being a business owner. I was like, we're not continuing this cycle. We're going to help each other out. I'm I'm sitting over here nodding because I support that. And um, did you find it was a bit of a just kind of release when you started your own business then to be able to start just empowering and talking and having and sharing your own voice, not only empowering others, but to use your own voice? Like, how did that feel? So I think we've all been there. And I feel like we all have a piece of us that still uh, goes into the imposter syndrome. And that was a huge for me. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm starting over in a sense. But every single person I've talked to, no one has ever second guessed me. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, wow, you have something to say or you really have a story to say. And that just that does subside the imposter syndrome. But it also like uplifts me every time someone actually reaches out and be like, I have a question. Like I'm their go to person to talk about something. And I'm just like, wow, like because then when they ask me, I'm always like overjoyed that I was like, you're going to have to tell me to shut up. Like, I I truly love what I do now. And I'm so glad that people come to me to ask questions, to be like, yep, if Kathleen says this, like, this is how we do it. I have a client where, you know, I do stuff for her and I send her over copy in the systems that we're using. And she was like, I don't even have to look at it. Like, let's just do it. Like, I'm hearing you as a professional. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And we all need that sometimes. We just all need a little bit of a, a thank you and acknowledgement that what we're doing is helpful and, and helping. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. So that's so exciting. How do you use audio in your business then? Because you just told me before we pressed record, you did a live this morning. So is that yes. something that you do regularly in your business? And where do you like, how does that show up? So I haven't done too many lives. I do like podcasts just because it takes a little bit of the nervousness away that someone Mm -hmm. isn't like looking at me right now. Uh, They'll look at me later. So I enjoy doing podcasts. I love when people ask me about systems or really how I started, you know, being a female, being a Latina female, um, starting a business, quitting my nine to five in four months. Like I love like if I could, I'm very much if I could do it, you can do it. They'd be like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, yes, we do. We're going to build your systems. You're going to start your business. Like you can do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I love being on podcast. I, whenever someone's like, hey, can you talk at something? I'm like, absolutely. I know this morning on an email of introductions, like, hey, can you do like a mini workshop and just talk? And I was like, yes. Oh my god! It's something that I know about. I can 100% talk. And again, you're going to have to tell me to like stop talking. (laughs) That's so great. That's so great. How did you know, like you just mentioned in four months, like it's taken me, I'm three years in my business now to let go of my permanent position, uh, traditional position to be in this online space full time. How did you do it in four months? Because that blows my mind. So there's a thing in me where I'm very much, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why 
I'm so good with systems because I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do yeah. it. I also have uh, two immigrant parents that came to America and they had to restart and figure it out. Okay. So I have very much of the, you need to get this done. And then the other aspect, there's, you know, there's a bunch of little things throughout my life, but I was so mentally not in a good place with my nine to five. It was, it was draining. I got to the point where it was hard just smiling at a customer because it was just like, I spent 10 years at this business. And when management changed, the ownership changed. They like threw everything that I did for 10 years out the window. And it was people, you know, calling be like, you didn't do a good job. Like, I want to, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I put so much love into something and yeah. it was being thrown out. So I just, I was in a place where I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm so upset. So I hustled. I was in Facebook groups. I was going in through directories. I was doing everything I possibly could to get in front of people. Okay. Coming from a world of cars to an online world that I didn't even know existed, to be honest. I didn't know there was coaches. I didn't know there was copywriters. I had no clue what was going on online. And it was very much like I was working at 9 and 5, but I was working, you know, in the evenings. I was working uh, weekends and stuff like that. No, I can't do this. So, and then I, I got enough clients. I'm like, all right, May 1st, I am quitting. I started in January. I was like, May 1st, I'm quitting. That first week, two of my clients were like, oh, no, not right now. And I was like, I have a mortgage. I have everything else that goes into owning a house mm -hmm. to being a human. And I found myself in a position that you have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I went back to hustling to, I need more clients. I need this. I need to redirect my, my efforts and stuff like that. And it's been, it's just been a year that I've fully been doing my business and not at a nine to five. And I wouldn't go back. Like I, I have paid every single bill. You know what I mean? Like I've, I made it work. Yeah. I know not a lot of people have the resources around them or the good people around them mm -hmm. and, you know, scared. But I, I found myself in the position like it's this or nothing. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to be this. It, it has to be this. I will not go back mentally, emotionally, physically. Like I will not go back. Um, and I did it. I made it work. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story because I really feel that the power of our voices and sharing them with others really sometimes is all someone else needs to gently nudge them in a direction to to try something new, to see what is possible. And and there is absolutely no shame with doing a side hustle for as long as it takes to be able to get there. Uh, but I always just find it so amazing to hear stories of someone like you, Kathleen, that has just went all in quicker and learned as you went and made the mistakes to keep learning. And, and I think that's just the power of, of jumping in is that there's nowhere else to go. You just need to do it. And if I've learned anything in my life, it's that your time is the most valuable resource. And I just, I am blown away by your ability to just believe in yourself. And so thank you for sharing that because I think that's really, really powerful. And I'm going to say my one tip is don't don't think of all the ne negatives and downfalls mm -hmm. are always going to happen right yeah. that's just life but every possible uh positive thing that happens to you cherish it i still yeah. have if a client says wow that was great i'm like that was great uh, that you know what i mean like i yes. take the positive into so much motivation like no matter what it is they give me a heart or something they reply with a heart and i'm yeah. like they're happy. You. you know what I mean? Yes. Take the positive, 
make it bigger than what it is and yeah. keep that motivation going. Yes. Yes. Okay. One more question about audio or actually more a little bit about how do you market yourself in your business then? There's either audio, video, or writing. How have you found the mix or have you found one platform that you've just really went all in in on marketing your own business? So I do social media. I've, I've started doing blogs mm -hmm. to, to get that information out where people are like, you know, I want to know a little bit more, but I don't want to reach out. But I found that when it comes to audio, but in person has really been the biggest thing for me. So like networking or just yeah. being able to talk about it. I'd like to think that my personality, like once I start talking about it, you're like, yeah. oh my God, like she really likes this. You yeah, know what I mean? So it's, it's being in person, networking, using my voice to actually talk about something. If you find an issue and I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's talk about it. How's, how's this going to help you? And they're like, oh, wow. Like she knows what she's doing or yeah. uh, she, she's very passionate about it. So I would definitely say audio, but like in person networking or just being it's able to talk great. about my business. I go to at least two a month. I've actually just already hit my quota. It's day five. That's pretty um, fantastic. So yeah. So, and it's funny because I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm your typical extrovert. It does drain me a bit. But the fact that I'm talking about something I really like, I find that I can yeah. keep doing it. So yeah. So definitely being in person, talking to people about it and just have them see my enthusiasm. Yes. Well, and I think personalities fit in so much about how we show up and I love that you also said that you set boundaries around how many times you push yourself to do that or gently nudge yourself to do that. I shouldn't say push because I think we all need a gentle nudge into doing things that maybe are outside of, you know, we, we're busy. We're all busy. But the power of networking, however you do it, is so powerful. And you can tell like when I start interviewing guests like yourself and we start diving into the area of focus that you're excited about it just you can just see like the excitement right and that's that's what we need to lean into more and that's where more success will happen when we lean into those areas that we that light us up so thanks for sharing that okay let's get into crms first explain what a crm system is if you can yes you can. so your crm client management system at customer client interchangeable but your yes. uh, client management system yeah um is really what I see as like your ultimate client journey, right? From someone being a warm lead, trying to inquire to you, you know, whether they're, a, they're going to be a client or they're like a guest trying to get more information to when they leave you, mm -hmm. that whole journey of communication, management, just having everything organized is right there. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's within one place. You're not using multiple things to know what, something about your cl client or your, you know, your guest if it's a podcast. Um, so it's just, it's exactly what it is. It is management, it is making sure that you are organized. Everything is in one place. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is your client journey, making sure that not only you, but the person inquiring also feels seen and you make it easy for them yes. They enjoy their experience with you because that's what, it is, right? When you're a business owner, you want people to feel good. Because when people feel good, they either come back or they tell somebody, they're like, wow, I worked with Kim and she made this so easy for me. It was a breeze. You want yes. that that to happen. No matter what business you have, like you want that positive 
And I feel that within a CRM and having a solid client journey is what makes that happen. Absolutely. Okay. I know some of my favorites that I've played with in the years. I would love to hear what some of your favorites are. First, I guess maybe what some examples of CRM platforms are out there and maybe your top two that you really lean into and you use with your clients on the regular. So the, my top two, I would definitely say is my top one is Dubsado because that's what I use some mm-hmm. in there constantly. And then the other one is HoneyBook, which is also really great. And I say that because I do work with more people that are service providers, whether they're in-person services or online services. And those are the two ones that just make it super easy. They have so many features that you can now use. So you're going from, you know, questionnaires, uh, contracts, proposals, payment, whether it's a one-time payment or it's a recurring payment. Uh, There's so many features you can use. There's definitely more out there, especially if you're maybe product-based, you know, you're using like HubSpot or Salesforce and stuff like that. But again, so many features. I just generally don't work with them as much because I don't work with too much product-based businesses. But finding a CRM system that does everything you need it to without having to use other systems and integrating it, that's the one for you. Yeah, absolutely. I use personally Dubsado and I love it. It it is a bit of a beast when you're setting it up. I am still a team of one, so I DIY'd it as much as possible. What's your top tips to getting started? If someone is choosing HoneyBook or Dubsado to start this foundational, I believe it's really truly foundational in starting a business when working with clients because of all the amazing things that you can do in either one of them. Uh, Like you said, from proposal to invoice to creating workflows, but it can be overwhelming. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, private audio feeds. This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. Is there a good place to start or how do you get started with a client? If I was coming to you and said, okay, this is my budget. I need to be able to DIY it for a bit until I have a few more clients under my belt. And then, oh my gosh, Kathleen, I need you on my team for a little bit. Yeah. What's the first place that you start in those systems? Well, I asked them if they've already started in the system mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of go from there. So it's like, you know, some people are like, oh, I already paid for the year. And I was like, you don't even know if you like it. They're yeah. like, yeah, but I, you know, it was a deal. And I was like, okay, yeah. take a look at them. What are all the features? Do the features fit? Do they have a lot of features, but you're not using all of them? So maybe another one would be easier. It's maybe a little bit cheaper, but you know, you don't need all these features. Definitely look at the features and the integrations. If you're already using certain things, you want to make sure they integrate naturally so that you can keep your budget down. Because if they don't integrate on their own, you're using a third party like Zapier to then integrate things that don't necessarily integrate together. And then the other thing, if you're like, no, these both kind of fit the bill. I'd be like, get both of them, use their free trial, dive deep into both of them. I know for Dubsado, you sign up your first three projects, which is your clients are uh, a free trial. You don't have to put in, you don't have to pay for anything. HoneyBook also has some sort of free trial. Almost all the systems that you look at, there's a free trial. Dive into them. 
take a look around. Does this make sense to you? Does it not make sense to you? Does is it too much clicks? Whatever it might be, you can dive into them. You can take a look around. Does this work for me? Does it not work for me? So those are the the top three things. Making sure that they have the features, making sure they integrate with what you're already using, and actually doing a deep dive into them yourself to see if it works. Because a lot of them do the same thing. How they're set up might not be for you if you have to like visually see things or just the way the system is set up might not work for you. And you're like, well, it has all the features, but now I don't like the way it looks or I don't like the way it feels for me. And then either, you know, talk to a professional and be like, hey, like, what do you recommend? Or YouTube. YouTube has every possible thing you could possibly YouTube. So, you know, take a look around, see if what other people in your industry are using. What are their tips? What are the pros and the cons that they're talking about? Because every business is, is certainly different. So look it up, do a little bit of research and see what works for you. Yes, until we can hire a professional. But be careful and mindful of the time you spend because you can go down rabbit holes. Yes. So I love your advice. Check it out. See what works and see what you actually need starting out. And then you can always build on from there because I didn't have workflows either when I first started. Uh, But now switching into as a podcast host, I love using a workflow for bringing on podcast guests. It's just really super helpful. Uh, Have you done that with any of your clients or is there any tips that you could give in in like wearing a hat of a podcast host coming to you as a client, how you would suggest using it? So I would definitely say keep it simple. Like if you can send out. So first you have like the inquiry form, right? You're going to ask them every possible thing you can ask just so that later on you're like, oh, I forgot to ask this. And now you're sending them an extra email. So whatever you're going to need from them one simple form, right? And making sure that it's easy for them to not only book the call, but if they have to change the call, it's easy for them to go in and change the call. And then another thing is just one email that has it all versus like multiple emails. Like this is your link. This is what we're talking about. It's like, I don't, I can't find anything in my emails anymore. So it's okay that it's a nice long email. It's like, this is your link. This is this, this is that, this is what you need to know. And then follow up, you know, like, just because you interviewed someone doesn't mean that's the last time you're going to talk to them, right? Yeah. Um, especially if someone listens to the podcast and they're like, oh, they reach out to you to then connect you. And it's like, okay, well, this this relationship is going to keep going. So when you're offboarding them or the podcast is over, you send them whatever it might be, maybe do a follow-up email, maybe a month later. Hey, you know, the podcast came out. How do you think it was? Do you have any feedback for me? Right. Or maybe it's, you know, maybe six months down the line. Hey, we did that podcast back then. You know, I just want to check in, see how things are going for you. It doesn't have to end just because the podcast was released and now it's over. So yeah. So make sure you get everything from them the first time. Make sure it's easy to book with you one nice email so they have everything and then a follow-up email you want to keep that going especially if you had a great time with them just you know personally professionally yes absolutely i could not agree more and there's a few things that you just suggested that i need to add to my workflow so i appreciate all that goodness how do people find you if they need support and help setting up a proper management system for themselves like what's the easiest way to get a hold of you and how can people work with you you can i guess there's a few easy ways 
you know, going on my website, asking, you know, let's inquire or let's work together sort of thing. Going on my website is great. If you just want to shoot me an email or a DM, unfortunately, I do check them constantly. (laughs) Even though I tell people you don't have to check it all the time. But yeah, no, we set up. I have a questionnaire. You fill it up. Uh, We hop on a call and then I try to make sure I am. I already have a game plan. I like to start already having a game plan, which is why I do a questionnaire at the beginning. So I know exactly what you're looking for and can tell you exactly what I'm thinking. And we kind of go from there. The power of a good questionnaire is invaluable as an entrepreneur starting out. If you're a team of one or two, you have a small team, it doesn't matter. Those are amazing entry points into your world. And it's something that every entrepreneur should have set up, whether it's on your website or whether it's on your Instagram Um, wherever you can be found. So I appreciate that so, so much. Is there anything that I didn't go over that you'd like to add in the world of CRMs? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. One thing is you don't create one and just let it go, right? You want to make it part of your standard operating procedures that, you know, maybe monthly or every six months, maybe not a year that you go back in and make sure that it's flowing correctly, right? It's not a a one and done. You might change what you offer might change. Any small changes in your business, you want to make sure that your CRM is reflecting that. So always go back and check that it's working properly or something. You know, we never know what happens with technology. And the other thing is when you do create a new workflow or an automation, test it out yourself as if you were that client or guest or whoever is is going to be thrown into that automation or workflow. Did you write something wrong? Is there a grammar mistake? Did a form go out when it was supposed to be the other form? It happens to me all the time. The other day, someone inquired and all of a sudden a a sample proposal went out and I was like, they're like, this doesn't relate to me. I was like, how embarrassing. But it's human and we all do it. And yes, I'm a specialist, but it happens. So make sure that you are the client and you're going through that. It looks good. You know, in three months, make sure it still looks good. Nothing's changed. You haven't wanted to update your questionnaire because now, you know, you want to maybe not, maybe you can't work with everybody. So now the questionnaire has to be refined so that you are only working with your ideal client or guest. So, yeah, so it's an ongoing process. I think all of this is such good information and it should be part of, you know, maybe if you check in quarterly with this, like with your workflows and make sure that things are, are where they need to be, because you're right. Like I have definitely gone back to my podcast guest interview and my application, my first application point on my website and added and tweaked and changed because as we grow, as our businesses grow, our offers change too. And we have to make sure that reflects on all of the other things that are lined up. So Thank you so much for that. That's super helpful. Before I let you go, I love going over a couple of rapid fire questions just to get to know a little bit Uh more about who Kathleen is. They're not super like stressful, so just have fun with them. But let's start out with, I love hearing if you are a book reader, like a traditional book reader or an audio book or podcast person, like what is your go-to for entertainment or for learning? I am a book reader. Okay. Whenever I tell my boyfriend I finished a book, he was like, again, I'm currently on a fantasy kick, but I like mystery, like murders and stuff like that, horror, but I won't watch horror. I will only read it. And I don't really read things uh, that are like beneficial. 
I like I reading is my escape, right? Okay. So if I always want something. Am I going to another world? Is something happening? It's the one time where my brain isn't on autopilot of being a business owner. You know, I love that you said that. My mom has always been an avid reader throughout our childhood. I remember her reading often. And I asked her recently in our adult years, you know, why she enjoyed reading so much. And she said 100% it was an escape. Like it was her like, just her Zen place. It's how she, you know, (laughs) got rid of her stressors in her life. And I was like, Oh, because it really, yeah, I was totally, I was a very stressful teenager, I guess. No, but just, I think everybody needs something to do, whether it's working out, whether it's reading it, whether, and I need to read more for entertainment instead of always self-development because I'm like constantly the self-development piece. But I did take a break with my kids in February and my only goal was to read a book and it was fantastic. And I accomplished the goal, check, and I need to do that more often. So I love that. What would you consider is your superpower? I am, I'm very type A, right? So like I need checklists and stuff like that. So like I, there's always a game plan. And if there's not a game plan, I'll figure out a game plan. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, not, not that I can't go with the flow, but there's, you're going to be okay. Like if we're going to the beach, I will have the baby wipes at the end. Like everything is planned out. You don't have to stress. I, I'm not. I'm stressing because I like to stress about this. So having a game plan. Let's, I'm going to say that. Okay, that's good. And if you were to have a motto in your life, if somebody were to be like, "This is totally Kathleen," what would it be? Don't back down. And that's where we're going to end because the whole conversation literally started with you jumping all in after four months, and I am still shook it (laughs) and inspired so i appreciate your time so much and i will make sure that all the contact information is in the show notes crm systems are such a powerful tool in your business please search out kathleen if you are looking for more expertise in that area because i know i definitely need to connect with you in the near future to upscale mine so thanks again for your time thank you so much kim Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.